0: Welcome all. In today's Unseen episode, we will be covering an unseen disability, and that is dyslexia.
1: Dyslexia? I am aware of it, but I don't know too much about it if I'm being honest.
0: We will cover this in depth after the intro
1: music, so why not join us at the table and deep dive with us? Deep dive? That's my thing. Stop nicking my lines again, Sol and blaming it on dyslexia. Anyway, see you in a sec. Welcome back, So so, what is dyslexia and why are we covering this topic today?
0: First of all, let me explain what it is. This is what I found as per the NHS website. Dyslexia is a common learning difficulty that mainly causes problems with reading, writing and spelling. It's a specific learning difficulty, which means it causes problems with certain abilities used for learning such as reading and writing. Unlike a learning disability, intelligence isn't affected. In the UK, it's estimated that up to 1 in every 10 people has some sort of degree of dyslexia. So that's about 10% in the UK. Now, that's the formal comment on the NHS website, what it is. The reason why I wanted to talk about it, it's because It affects me on a daily basis personally. I myself have been tested. I am borderline dyslexic. Do you know
1: anyone else in your personal life who is dyslexic? No, not off the top of my head. I barely knew that you had it, to be honest. You say you're borderline. What does that mean? And, And also you said you were tested. Like, what sort of tests can they do to establish that?
0: Okay, so when I was tested was roughly about 20 years ago this was whilst I was in university
1: what made myself, you go for the test did, did someone recommend you or is it something you wanted to do yourself
0: well somebody actually mentioned it to me my mate said he said you seem to be struggling a bit in exams and courseworks and so on you might have other issues other hidden problems that which might not be surfaced I said to the university I said look I want to get tested they said no problem There's this person...
1: Is this a person from the uni or is it... No, independent. It's independent.
0: Okay. It's an independent person. So it's not part of the university or anything like that. He saw me and he said, right, okay. He told me to write so many words in like a minute. And then he goes, read out this sentence in a minute. That was my sort of test. And he says, right, okay. Your reading ability is less than a normal person, he was saying. Your writing is less than a normal person. So it's not saying it was quite high. It goes, again, it's a range, isn't it? It's not. It's a spectrum. Everyone has different mm-hmm. ranges. He said, you're borderline. You're right smack in the middle. You wouldn't have noticed that you are or you're not. That's what he said. That's what the assessment came out as. Okay. So I personally didn't know I had it. All throughout my life, all throughout school, high school, primary school, uh, college, college, even whilst I was working, I didn't know I had it. But obviously looking back from my point of view now, it does seem like I did have it, but it wasn't noticeable.
1: So what is it? You just struggle to read? right?
0: It's what? not just reading and writing. It's other aspects as well, Into it is like, Like, for example, you know when we do our podcasting and then... Uh, you fluff uh, your research papers quite a bit. I totally agree with that because maybe the way I've written it or the way I've spelt it, that's the cause of the problem. And then when I try to reread them, it
1: causes issues. So even though you wrote it, you still struggle to read it back?
0: Yeah. That's why I need somebody else, i.e. yourself or Niz, just to confirm it more than anything else. And it does help.
1: So is it the words? Do they look... Do they Because I... Probably, I don't know. If I'm this... I rarely... I do sometimes like get that where... I don't know if I'm just tired or whatever. The words do look mumbo-jumbo a little bit. I don't know. I don't, I don't sound like... How do you know? What, what is it? What's the, what's the thing? What happens? Did it, did it not look right? Could, could your brain not comprehend what you like? How does it work?
0: I'll just use an example of a word. If right. it says intelligence, I might say intelligent. Do you understand? It's not a huge difference. Yeah. But it is noticeable, you know, the way it's written and the way it's spelled. Okay. That's the problem it causes for me, but it's not just English words. Don't forget. Hmm. No, no, we being Muslims, we read Arabic as well. Yeah. So it affects me reading the Quran as well.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely dyslexic when it comes to the Arabic, to be honest. My Arabic's pretty poor. No, I'm not saying uh, mine is great, so, but,
0: you know, uh, it, it, it all muddles up. It's a phrase I think my wife tends to sometimes re- use it and says, you're eating the words up. It's just a phrase. It's not saying you're literally eating the words up. It's saying that that's what you do. Okay. Do you get me?
1: Yeah, okay. yeah. Going back to your union, it's Dr. Trapp or whoever this person was, you saw the professional and they've uh, assessed you. Or you've done some written oral tests and whatnot. and said, right, you do have it, but you have like a mild version, you're borderline. Did they suggest anything? Is there anything they recommended you could do to try and improve the condition?
0: He gave me some hints and tips, to be honest with you. You know, read more. I'm only giving you my experience. Everyone else will be different. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's like a spectrum. Everyone's on different levels. I'm on like the borderline or right smack in the middle. You can't notice it. That's what he said.
1: Just the fact of you being aware that you've got this condition, do you think that helps you? So when you've gone back to the exams you're like, and you're maybe reading them incorrectly or not understanding, but you're like, oh, okay, I know I've got this dyslexia thing. So I need maybe I need someone to rephrase the question or maybe I need to write it out again.
0: Okay, so regarding that question, whilst I was in uni, when I had exams, I had extra time. So if it was like a two-hour exam, I'd have an extra half an hour or 40 minutes. So you end up getting two hours and 40 minutes, whilst everyone else would get two hours.
1: Now, you're aware of it. Could you spot it in other people? Because you know what to look for. Would you be like, yeah, this person's probably got dyslexia if you spoke to him or you heard him read or write?
0: Well, there are signs To be precise, tend to notice it at a a younger age. Like, I wasn't picked up at a younger age. Maybe teachers didn't notice or they didn't know about it. You know, it's an unseen disability.
1: Do you know what these signs are then?
0: Well, again, these are some statements from the NHS website. Reading and writing, when someone reads and writes them, they do it very slowly. Confuse the order of letters in words. So, for example, a B might be a D and a D might be a B have poor or inconsistent spelling, difficulty information written down, struggling and planning an organization. Obviously, remember when I've obviously told you when we've had a few episodes and saying, right, okay, I'm struggling how to present this episode, yeah. for example, or on our podcast. You give me hints and that helps mm. me out. That's my understanding where I come across. That. This is my problem and this. this is where I have issues with. So if somebody just gives me a, like a push, yeah, then I'm okay to, to it. do it. It's a, a lifelong issue you have to deal with. It's so part of no life. no cure? No, I don't think there's a cure. you just got to deal with it. You can't just pop a pill and then uh, you're okay no, with it. Yeah, it doesn't work just, like that.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Can right. I catch? Can you catch it? Can I catch off you? Can, can, mm. can you make me dyslexic? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not like... It's not like it's not seaweed. Like, yeah, that's right. what I was going to say. It's not like <laughs> when I sneeze or cough. Oh, you, <laughs> yeah, you don't get anything oh. like that. Yeah, right. It's nothing like that. No. No. Well, it is hereditary. I think that's how it's pronounced.
1: Yeah. Hered- yep. So it's hereditary, yeah? Yeah. yeah you you can't catch it. You just gave it me. <laughs> right, so it's hereditary. Um, yeah. So, like, did your father have it? Your, you know, obviously, or your grandparents, or like... I'm not
0: uh, sure, to be honest with you, because all I remember when I was young, you know, I don't want to put my father down, but he kept insisting that I was thick.
1: Don't worry, bro. My father still thinks I'm thick, so... <laughs> don't worry about that one.
0: Yeah, Okay. My mother passed away when I was a child and anyway. I was only seven years old. So I don't know, I can't, can't ask my mum now. Uh, my father, I don't know. He, you know, I don't really discuss that kind of
1: issues anyway. Grandparents, did, you, um, did they ever speak about it? I think that generation probably weren't as yeah. aware. Brothers and sisters?
0: I think my brother has it, but I know it's uh, hereditary because, uh, again, this is the information I got from the NHS website. The exact cause of dyslexia is unknown, but is often appeared to run in families. So it's it like is thought, a gene. It's like Yeah, a certain gene inherited from your parents may act together in a way that affects so how some on. parts of the brain develop during early life. So it could be a, a certain gene. Now, does it doesn't mean that every child will have it.
1: No.
0: Okay? My eldest yeah. daughter, she's affected. But my younger daughter, Alhamdulillah, she's fine. I mean, obviously both,
1: so your both. eldest, you think is affected? Has, has no, you is, picked this she up, is. Oh, she is. She is. is. So have you picked this up, or has the teacher picked this up? How is that?
0: No, no, teachers didn't pick this up. My wife had an inkling because the way she does her homework, the way she reads the Quran, it's different. It's certain words that she comes across. I can't think of any specific words to be honest with you right now because it's not coming to me. But in spelling, for example, when she has a spelling test. Repetition on a spelling is much more easier for her than different words. It's not like she doesn't try, she gives 100 110%. She gives more effort than anyone else. I can know it's my younger yeah. daughter, she barely puts any effort in compared to my eldest. Well, I know the difference. I mean, if effort was a if Metric. effort was you know noticeable, you can notice it, mm. she would always get a stars. You can't gauge and you can't mark effort, mm. it's always the end result of a spelling. So she was always used to make mistakes on spellings. Repetition on words, she used to get four marks. When it was different words, I can remember like cat, sat, mat, or whatever, something like that. That's like I'm talking about early yeah. ages. She used to get the four marks. But if it's like cat, uh, son, so do you see the difference? Cat and son is totally different. Yeah. She would get one right and the other one wrong. Again, the way they mark in school is a lot different.
1: I did a, a lot of spelling tests in school. Loads okay. it used to be, I will not throw paper planes in the classroom, and I had to do like a hundred times. Okay. Um, so yeah, those are my spelling tests back in the day. But um, right, so your daughter did she have like you had a test? Did she have like a test? Yeah. where uh, so she, of... she
0: got her test done in school as well. So again, it was independent. It wasn't the school that told them. I asked the school. So I said, look, she needs to be you've tested. Got it, yeah. Yeah. So I've got it, and I'm assuming she's got it as well because. There are other signs as well, which I've not really mentioned or forgot to mention. Sort of daydreaming or it's not really daydreaming, but it's like you're not fully aware or you're not there. It's like, you no know, when something's boring, you drift away and you have to reel that person in. You have to keep them interested. If they enjoy something, if it's interested, the mind is constantly working. But if it's not enjoying or if it's not interesting, a person drifts away. But if they're not bored purposely involved. doing it. Sorry.
1: It's not just boredom because I had that all the way through high school. I just felt. Yeah, but it's not in... really
0: boredom. it's like when you're asking a question, did you get it? She'll say yeah, but in her eyes, I can see it. She didn't get it. So, so I said, "Come no, be honest. Yeah. Okay. You, you haven't understood. So, you know, I'm here for you. I'm, I'm not your enemy. I'm not someone who tell you off. I just want to know, did you understand? Then she'll come out and go, yeah, I didn't understand. So I go, okay.
1: Can you explain it in another way. Explain
0: yeah. another way. Yeah. Try another way and all that. Even her reading, she tends to use like a a colored uh, ruler or colored image. And then she reads across the paper to go over the sentence and she reads it. And for her, that helps her improve her reading. So stuff like this does give you a helpful hint in school. This is what they do in school.
1: It's worth sort of, if you've got any children and you've got doubts, it's just worth getting checked because it's going to help them, isn't it? I suppose she's going to get extra time in tests, which is only fair. Because yeah. if they're struggling to... It's not that they can't... It's not got to do with IQ. It's just understanding. And if it takes mm-hmm. them a little bit longer, it's only fair that they're awarded um, that extra time to understand and then answer accordingly.
0: Yeah, most definitely. It doesn't mean that they're a failure. Just because English spelling is a is one of the weakness, they might excel in other things. Bro, in maths, she can pick up. No problem. Because she sees patterns. Numbers, so you like oh, answers okay. questions like this,
1: a bit like it, autism. They uh, they say that they're geniuses in certain things, like they don't comprehend certain things, they don't understand certain things. But in, in that regard, yeah,
0: yeah, you could say that. I but, mean, it's but, not a similar, no, but it's, condition, it's, but it's, it's, that you excel in it's different. That's mindset as well, isn't it? I mean, when you age, you do grow up as well, so uh, autism it affects you mentally in a sense where
1: yeah yeah it's a bit more severe yeah but again even with autism there's levels yeah. so you can be again, borderline yeah, true, you yeah. can have a extreme or you can have a minor version of it so but obviously this topic's about dyslexia does yeah does that get worse with age does can it get worse or is it just so you're borderline you're always gonna be borderline
0: for me i don't think it has been worse and i don't think it has improved it's been steady that's my experience so it's not even improved
1: so like yeah. the more you read, especially with the podcast and stuff, you've got to do research and, and whatnot, do you think it's improved or do you think you've gone better at it because you're doing it more often?
0: Yeah, that's it because me is repetition. If I keep doing something, repeating the same information, or repeating a certain skill or a certain way of doing a job, then obviously I'm gonna get better at it. I think just generally with everything. Yeah. But it's an interest as well, in it. I do enjoy it. I do like what I'm doing. There's that like you're saying boredom as well in it. You don't get bored. Mm. but there's plenty of help available i mean you just need to reach out and ask for people i did a quick google search and there's a website called test so
1: you don't go to a gp for who do you go to then who does this test who's this independent body or person
0: again mine was different mine was an independent person school was independent person
1: so for your daughter, let's go in the current age uh, Okay, for from my daughter,
0: from I asked the school, He goes, look, she needs to get tested. And then the school got someone else, an independent person from outside the school oh, okay. got her tested. I think more than anything else, you need to make them enjoy the work. That's one thing. And two, the confident is another aspect. When they're confident and it it's low, they'll become worse. You know, maybe reading, spelling, they'll end up getting worse. When there's more pressure on them, they end up doing far worse. So don't put pressure on them. Let them be who they are. For example, when she has a spelling test, I don't ask her to get 10 out of 10. Whatever she gets, she'll say, oh, I got 5 out of 10. I say, it's good for you. Hmm. She goes, that's what I was aiming for. She, so I said, that means you got 100% then. She goes, yeah, that boosts her confidence. Yeah, encouragement, and... yeah. Yeah, so regarding this matter, don't just sit there. If you need help, ask for help. From my own experience, I didn't know I had it. Maybe my father didn't know that I had it. Reach out.
1: Mm. Sorry, what was that website you mentioned earlier?
0: So the website, again, was testdyslexia.com.
1: Okay, so that could be like first stage to to try and check.
0: Yeah. I'm sure there'll be others if you just Google it. It's like self-check dyslexia or something like that. Mm. I did a quick search, and that was the first one that cropped up have a quick look at it. I didn't go through the whole thing, because I know I already have it. And they were just asking questions like, um, do you drift off? Do you daydream? What kind of jobs do you struggle with? Sales, physical jobs, and stuff like that. You're just like clicking the each options. You know, do you feel lazy and stuff like that? That's all. But yeah, like I was mentioning, ask for help. For me, it was very later in, in my life. And That's why I strive for. I don't want my daughter to go through the same thing I went through.
1: Mm. So I think the takeaway here is if you're a child and Uh you're struggling at school with the things we've mentioned in terms of reading, writing, spelling, etc. Maybe have a word with your teacher or a parent because they can sort of guide you and obviously it'll be beneficial for you. And in the same token, if you're a parent and your child is struggling at school, you know, don't just write it off as, you know, they may be a bit thick or, you know, something like that. They could genuinely be struggling with wording, reading, writing, etc. It could be dyslexia. So try and get that checked out, like Sol said. So like you said, there's always help out there. So thanks uh, for that, Sol. Uh, No problem. You've uh, explained it a bit better. So I think well, I'll uh, I'll go a bit easier on you in the next uh, few <laughs> episodes. I'll give you a little bit of leeway, but it'll tell you, you know, don't don't take the mic with that, but yeah. Um, no, I get you. Yeah, I understand. Got, I appreciate got, it. No, it does, yeah, and I'm sure it's helping other people out there. So, yeah, that's the takeaway with, with that. So, there's always worth getting checked out if you think that could be the case. <coughs> right, I, I think... Saul just gave me dyslexia. So nope. I'm going to go and get it checked out now and do that nope. test.
0: That, that's not how it works. I told you that. It doesn't but work like that. I
1: thought that. you. Well, I don't know. How do I know? Maybe I've got it. I need to check it out.
0: No. It's not like CVID.
1: Right. Anyway, I think we'll leave it here. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Hope you learned something new. I certainly did. And we'll see you next week for another great episode. Until then, bye-bye.
0: See you peeps at the table next week. Bye for now.